Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. If you're just joining us, Matt White in this morning alongside Michael Carianis, uh, Vossi and Brandy return to the show next week. And don't forget, Morning Glory is coming up this morning with Matty Johns, Andrew Webster and Denon Kemp. So plenty for us to dig our teeth into right here on SEM. We'll get to Rugby League. Anthony Seabold will be joining us this morning live on the program. Joey Manu has informed the Roosters that he may... Um, is more than likely going to mm. bail out and head towards French rugby. So we're happy to discuss all of that this morning on 0457 736 736, or you can call 1300 01 1170. But a big topic this morning is a head-to-head that we're about to do. And the question here is, would you take performance-enhancing drugs and compete at an enhanced games? And further to that, what would you expect to do that uh, for in terms of, of money. And what about if there was a world record on the line, how much money would you want to try and break that world record and put the drugs into your system? Well, this is a topic because James the Missile Magnuson has had his say on this overnight. Aaron D'Souza is the founder of the Enhanced Games who has this proposal. So we've decided this morning to match the two together. Aaron is on the line from London and the Missile is in Sydney this morning. Good morning to you both. Now, listen, let's start with you, Aaron. Thanks for your time on this. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, tell us about the why, the where, and the when of the enhanced games. The why? 44% of Olympic athletes, according to the Olympics' own research, admit to having used banned performance enhancements at some point in their career. Yet only 1% get caught. And so we think it's time for science to be allowed into sports to maximize the potential for humanity and at the same time 30 percent or i'm sorry 50 percent of australians olympians live in poverty and so it's time to pay the athletes and reward excellence people like james deserve to earn millions for the extraordinary feats that they have accomplished and we are willing to do so billionaire peter Thiel, christian angermeyer and many other leading venture capitalists have backed our project and we're ready to put the dollars down. And so I hope James is here to say he'll take it. James, as a decorated Olympic athlete um, who was clean throughout their, their entire career, what's your take essentially on the enhanced games in general? Look, I've thought it was an interesting concept from the first time I heard it. Um, the most recent time I heard it spoken about was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And that's when I realized, all right, this is things starting to get some traction now. This could actually happen. Um, like Aaron said, we're pretty aware as Olympians, particularly in Australia, that there is performance enhancements going on in other countries. Australia, well-known worldwide for being one of, if not the cleanest countries at the Olympic Games. Our testing internally here in Australia is so stringent that you just could not possibly get away with um, with any performance-enhancing drugs in, in our country. But it's not a level playing field internationally, and we know that. And, you know, there's been well-documented, high-profile swimmers who have tested positive that have been racing Australian athletes. So I was quite interested in it. And then I got thinking about it, and I thought, for the right price, this would be a very interesting, uh, I, I guess, pursuit. And I went on a podcast yesterday and just said, hey, for a million bucks, I reckon I could break that 50 freestyle world record. That brings us to where we are today. 
All right, there is an well, ethical debate to have in this. Uh, Aaron, you've heard what the missile has said. We can have the ethical debate in just a sec, but you've heard what the missile has said. So what have you got to offer James Magnuson? Well, I just want to be very clear. Um, we are very we are very happy to put $1 million uh, with escrow.com to guarantee um, uh, uh, for James that when he comes to compete at the first enhanced games, if he breaks the 50 uh, freestyle world record, that million is for him. And I'll be very clear. That's a million US dollars, which is 1.54 million Australian dollars at current exchange rates. I know that will get a modest size flat in Sydney. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, I firmly believe that excellence deserves to be rewarded. And James, you know, I watched you compete at London um, on the television and you inspired me then and you inspire me now and you are uh, courageous and you're heroic for taking this step and you will be recognized as a hero of science um, because we're taking on the corrupt Olympic establishment. We're creating a fair and level playing field. And when the Olympic Committee president is earning hundreds of thousands a year flying in private jets and literally living in a palace, athletes deserve to be paid. And that's what we're doing at the Enhanced Games. Missile, the million dollars is there. You're going to take it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take it. Uh, I'm going to, the, the thing that um, I want to do is I want to approach this the right way. So I want to go to America. I want to get the right advice. I want to take the right supplements. I don't know much about that world. So I want to do my research. I want to have the right team behind me. And with the help of Aaron, I'd also love to document it. Um, through video form, show how it can be done safely, properly, and create a, a, an athlete that we haven't seen before. James, well, James, we're here. We're here to help you do that. Um, as you might have seen on Twitter, Rob McClenny, the co-owner of Wrexham Football Club with Ryan Reynolds, was tweeting about his desire to lead the documentary of the Enhanced Games, and I'm pleased to say that we are in negotiations with. Uh, Rob and his team. And uh, we are going to produce a world-class documentary to showcase this extraordinary journey that you're going to go on. And what I want to emphasize is that we aim to be the safest sporting event in history. We have a world-class clinical and scientific advisory board with the people like the um, chairman of genetics from Harvard University, Professor George Church, uh, and others who are designing this clinical safety protocol so that James and other athletes can perform at the highest level and showcase the best of humanity, but do so very safely uh, with the support of the world's best scientists and doctors. James, any fears that this tarnishes your legacy? I think actually it does the opposite, Michael, in terms of I'll be able to show a before and after, which should essentially show this is a natural athlete and this is this is an enhanced athlete. And and hopefully the the differences will be quite obvious for everyone to see. I mean, I went under the most strict drug testing protocols when I was competing. The nature of the way that I rose to success in swimming meant that um, people from other countries questioned me straight away. So during the London Olympics, for example, I was doing what's called a blood passport, which is where they were coming and waking me up every day for three weeks straight and taking blood and urine samples to make sure that I was clean. So... There's no, there's no um, question marks over my career as, as an Olympic athlete. This would be 
a new path. This would be a, a new point in time where we say, hey, let's test this thing out and see see where per- human performance can go. Missile, is this about money for you or is it about, as Aaron is saying, science? This is challenging science because a lot of people will say, well, if it's about the scientific part of it and if it's about that side of the debate, then shouldn't you do it without a million dollars on the line? No, it's 100% about money. Um, but the other, there's a couple of things, Matt. So 100% it's about money. You know, the second thing, I woke up this morning, so I said, I made those comments last night. I woke up this morning, my phone's blowing up, and it's looking like it could be a reality. It just gets those competitive juices flowing again. And as an athlete, you know, I miss the roar of the crowd. I miss the excitement, the rush of competing. And that part of it, that part of it definitely contributes to it. The million dollars, Matt, of course, like a million dollars is a million dollars. million USD is huge money. And that would be life-changing for me. Um, and, and, you know, my, um, small family around me. So that's, that's a contributing factor, of course. And then when you think more deeply about it as an athlete, for the chance to compete again, that's, that's a huge carrot to dangle. Aaron, what time frame are we talking? When is this event? Where's it held? How long does James have to, to get into Nick? That's a good question. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this is all happening in real time. This is not a staged uh, negotiation happening on live national radio. So um, we are in venue negotiations at the moment. Um, this will definitely accelerate timelines, but I want to work first and foremost with our doctors and scientists so that we can provide the safest environment to push the boundaries. Uh, I want to get James over. Uh, and start collaborating as soon as possible. Uh, I think the lawyers are going to have to do a little bit of work to get a contract in place, but we're going to really do this in the best possible way uh, and showcase to the world what human potential is. And so, you know, as we all know, it takes a bit of time to get in shape uh, and get ready for the season. So I don't want to rush this timeline. Um, And we're going to do this the right way, the precise way, because it's going to set history. No matter how we do this, no matter if we break a world record or not, um, this is history-making and challenging an old, broken system uh, that could be done so much better. And as a fellow Australian, I know I don't have the accent. I'm so proud that uh, one of my countrymen um, is here to be the first uh, landmark athlete. So, James, thanks for coming on this journey with us. Missile, um, you, you can have your say on this on 0457 736 736. And we're getting plenty of text messages. So let's get down to the nitty gritty, James. Let, let's get down to numbers here. We don't know the time frame, right? But we know the world record. The world record for 50 metres free is 20.51. And it belongs yep. It belongs to Cesar Cielo, the, the Brazilian, right? He was 23 when he did it. How old are you now? How far away are you? I reckon your best was just inside 21 seconds. Yeah, so I'm 32 now. My best was 21.5. So we're half a second off. Of course, off the 100-meter freestyle world record, I was only 0.1. So I was super close to that my whole career. But I think um, at my age and my size now, I'm better lent to 50 freestyle. So I'm sitting around 105 kilos now, but still still in shape. Um, So that lends itself to 50 freestyle. I've got some 
some thoughts on potential coaches and um, training regimes. Things, think the sport's moved a lot since since I retired, Matt. Um, weight training has become a lot more important. Um, the development of power, both in and outside of the pool, has come become a lot more important. But also, I never focused my whole career on purely fifty freestyle. I was always focused on a hundred freestyle. I was doing big kilometers, up to eighty kilometers a week in the pool, and that's always going to have uh, a, a negative effect on your speed and your power output. Cause I was trying to go for 47 seconds. So I think if I refocus in on a 20 second event and become a pure power athlete and supplement that in the right way, I'm pretty confident I can get this thing. When was the last time you swam <laughs> like at, at semi competitive level or even recreationally missile? And when was the last time you were timed? So I reckon if you dig into the archives, I did a I did a relay for fun at the state championships here in, in Sydney. Must have been about two years ago and off a flying start, so off a relay changeover, I went 21.4 seconds off a relay changeover. That was only a couple of years ago, which shows all, and I hadn't done any swimming to prepare for that. That's just off weight training, power training in the gym. And being a lot bigger and heavier, and and making the most of that that start in the fifty freestyle. So, based off that, that's say two years ago. I swim a little bit every now and then, just for technique purposes. I also like mentor and and coach some younger kids and stuff. So, um, I, I just do enough to keep in touch with the sport. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to need a, at least a six month run at it, but. Again, I don't know about the world of performance enhancing supplementation. So I'm going to need to get advice and timelines around that side of it because that's all very, very new to me. Aaron, I've got one more question for you because there's a complication around this, isn't there? Because the missile is now committing to trying to break a record that is a clean record, right? So it's sitting there in the books as a clean record. So Essentially, he's racing the clock here. Does it not make sense that he has to race somebody else and race against a field of like-minded athletes who are prepared to take the enhancement? And therefore, that's going to open up some doors for you. You might be forking out more millions of dollars here to fill this to fill this pool. Uh, well, you know, uh, we're offering a, a million for breaking the world record. We'll also maybe talk offline about some base compensation, because I think that's really important. Um, but uh, ultimately, uh, we have millions of dollars from the world's best venture capital firms uh, to build the future of sport. So we will be outlaying uh, million-dollar uh, prizes for breaking world records across numerous disciplines, um, particularly Usain Bolt's 100-meter world record. We know of uh, at least one, if not multiple, athletes who have broken that privately. Um, and I think there is something very, very powerful here. So we we have the financial resources to do so. Um, and now with James's courageous move to be the first Olympic hero to step onto the side of science, um, you know, we're going to do something really amazing. And I think it's also going to inspire people to believe that age is less of a limit. You say at 32, you're not really capable of being an elite swimmer anymore right? Let's change that paradigm. Uh, and science can make that possible. And James is going to go down in the history books for making this 
courageous move. And I can tell you, since you uh, spoke on that podcast yesterday, I've had dozens of Olympians reach out to me, including a current uh, European 100 meter national record holder. All right. Final one for you, Miss Ola, on this. You've been very outspoken, very anti-drugs throughout your career. You document that, I think, better than most people have across the course of your career. What message do you think, however, this sends to, to young swimmers who want to be in the pool, who, who are now looking at somebody like you who's prepared to inject or take and I, I shouldn't say inject, but somehow take performance-enhancing drugs. Are you, are you worried about yeah, that a, side of it, mate? It's a good question, Matt. I think that's why we document this really professionally to show the process, to show the outcomes, and to show the difference between uh, a clean athlete and an enhanced athlete and the differences in performance, but also any potential um repercussions on on uh, health or side effects or ideally lack thereof if we can do this perfectly with no side effects then it's it's a different conversation right but before i've gone through this process and understand it um you know i wouldn't be advising any younger athletes at this stage one way or the other um but you know my my record in the the current Olympics as they stand and the world championships and my results in the pool um, will, will stand separate to this. You know, I've been retired now for four years and this is a new venture, a separate venture, something that I really want to want to document and do properly to see because I'm, I'm as curious about this as most of our listeners this morning would be. I don't fully understand or grasp the world of performance enhancing um, supplementation. So we're just going to see, Matt, see what happens, see how this goes, document it. And then once I know what the, the results are, once I know the the gains in performance, then following that, I'd be able to provide advice or guidance for younger athletes. All right. Let's thrash all that out this morning. As Aaron says, it's happening in real time. James, thanks for your time this morning. Let's see where this takes us. Aaron D'Souza, thank you for giving us your insights as well. The Million Bucks US is on the line this has got everybody talking. Thank you, boys. We'll let you both go. We appreciate it. Let's get your thoughts now, listeners, on this as we try and unpack it. Now we've heard what it's all about. Give us your opinions and obviously plenty coming in. It's actually happening. Let's go, James, says one of our listeners. Rooster Man, oh, my God, Missile, I liked you before, but this is so interesting. Go. This is interesting. And then Craig says, why do I feel so dirty? Just listening to James agree to this. There's a million bucks on the line and it is happening it's happened right here on 1170 am sen in sydney welcome back summer brekkie so wow there's a lot to follow on from that discussion don't forget too the missile is going to be on the run home with the boys this afternoon it's a broadcast at bondi beach from three o'clock so get down to that one because he's going to be busy for the rest of the day his phone will be ringing off the hook well there's a couple of numbers now for james magnuson to focus on 20.51 he needs to get under that if he does get under that, the other number is $1 million US. All right. Having listened to that, Matty, what's your instant reaction? My instant reaction is that this is this is about money. Um, how they're going to do it, it sounds to me as though they've thought about it pretty deeply about how they're going to track it, whether or not James goes through with it will deter- be determined, I think, on what happens next. There are so many questions to try and work out and so many complications involved in it. Look... 
My worry is that one of our leading Australian athletes is now going to venture into the world of performance-enhancing drugs. And no matter which way that felt pans out, that that connection has been made. Knowing James like we do, I've got the utmost faith that he will do it in the right way for the right reasons um, and won't do anything stupid. So I've got no doubts about that. But my instant reaction is... <sighs> My instant reaction is on this one, what purpose does it serve? Because I think you'll smash a record, mm. but it's a clean record. So then what happens afterwards? That, that to me, is the follow-on story on that one. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. On top of that, it gets, you know, financial security. Hammy Goodman from Sportsbet. Super Bowl. Let's, uh, let's turn our attention to Super Bowl because it's getting close, Hammy. It certainly is, and we'll, we'll certainly watch uh, the missile with uh, with post size as well. Very excited mm. to see how all of that pans out. But the Super Bowl, yes, Monday morning, uh, San Francisco up against Kansas City. Uh, the 49ers, they're the dollar seventy seven favourites. Kansas City two dollars ten. I can tell you boys this morning that our punters they like the value on offer here for the Chiefs. Uh, we are holding twice as much on Kansas City as the 49ers. Uh, and recent history backs uh, the punters up. The Chiefs have won their last three against the 49ers. So that might be coming into calculations there. The MVP market, well, it looks like our punters are Swifties. They're all aboard Travis Kelsey at $13. Uh, a lot of people, though, that I've spoken to, you know, a lot better than I do in NFL, have made the argument that if Kelsey has a day out, who's been throwing to him all day? It's got to be Patty Mahomes at $2.40. There's also been a bit of love for a big roughie um, at a bit of a price as well. The Kansas City defensive tackle, Chris Jones, He's fourth best back in the market at 100 to 1. So he could be one to watch as well. But it looks like it's going to be Kansas City, according, according to the sports vet punters. Well, the most exciting thing for those that aren't into the game is T Swift, Taylor Swift. <laughs> what do you have yep. for the punters there? MC, I'm glad you asked. I know you're a big Swifty. Uh, we have plenty for the Taylor Swift fans, uh, all the neutrals in the house. So um, we've got the Taylor Swift hub, head there on the sports vet app. And uh, probably the biggest hit has been the number of times Taylor Swift will be shown on the Super Bowl 58 broadcast. Now, the line went up at five and a half. The overs was getting absolutely hammered. So the line's gone up to seven and a half. That has not scared the punters off at all, MC. They've kept coming for over seven and a half. It's into a dollar fifty now. Under seven and a half will get you $2.40. But there's a stack of other markets. We've got the Taylor Swift song commentary bingo. So if the commentators mention or weave one of her song titles, into their commentary. You can bet on that as well. The ones that have probably stood out for me, Bad Blood at $1.33, given these sides have met in a Super Bowl before. Shake It Off at $1.40 in a contact sport. That one just seems to make sense. And if you want a bit of value, I don't mind you need to calm down at $2.25. Love Story at $2.50. And a bit of a roughie, Purple Haze at $8.50. Now, I like that because what colour Gatorade will get dunked on the winning coach. Yeah. Purple is the $3.50 favourite. So could you have a little all-up purple to get dunked on the coach into Purple Haze to be mentioned by the commentators? Uh, there's just a lot to like there. Yeah, a lot to get excited for for Super Bowl 58. Uh, love your work, Hammy. Good stuff. Chat next week, boys. Have a good one. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Vanessa. Matt White, Michael Karianis with you this morning. Summer Brekkie, powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Plenty of reaction, MC, to the interview there 
with the founder of the Enhanced Games, Aaron D'Souza, who's originally from Melbourne, is now based in London, and our very own James Magnuson. So Aaron D'Souza has put up $1 million US dollars if the missile undertakes this project to be using performance-enhancing mm. drugs and have a crack at the 50 metres freestyle world record, which is 20.51. The missile's best was around the 21-second mark, so he's probably going to have to lower it by a second. Yep. My opinion, not knowing... I mean, James is in very good shape. He's 32 years of age. I get the feeling that we don't know what type of drugs they're going to use and how that program's going to work. I get the feeling he'd knock that apart. The real question for me is, how far does it go down? Yeah. Because it's now a separate set of record books, mm. essentially. There's your clean record book. Maybe there's your clean record book. Eventually, yeah. yeah. That, that's the way it could, it could head. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting it, – it's a bizarre concept. And um, – one thing I'll be very interested in now is that um, I don't think James will be alone because it's a, it's a 1.5 Australian mm. dollar bounty, essentially, that's open to the winner. If they uh, open to the, whoever breaks the world record, it won't be just for James Magnuson. So we could see other athletes step up and potentially chase um, this seven-figure prize. Yep. All right, it's got big, big backing and plenty of reaction already. By the way, all of this happened as we were speaking to them. This isn't a planned yeah. thing. Um, James went on to a podcast podcast last night and was asked the question and responded to it. That generated all this publicity. It sent Aaron D'Souza's phone wild. We hooked them up this morning and we had that chat as it happened. Lass in Scarborough and Redcliffe has given us a call. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. So let's get your opinions on this. Let us know your thoughts. Is it an indecent proposal that makes you feel dirty or are you up for it? Lass, good morning. Morning, boys. How are you? Great. Yeah, so, like, I'm a 38-year-old, finished playing rugby league competitively last year, and I've actually jumped on a cycle myself because um, the, it, the effects it has on a body can actually, like, it rehabilitate the body. So the, the ACLs, the shoulders, all the injuries I've done in my time, over the last six months I've jumped on and I feel like I'm a 19-year-old again. How are you jumping on a cycle? How are you getting onto a... Like a, are you talking so, a bicycle or are you actually talking a cycle of no, so using a steroids? A cycle of testosterone. So I went to the doctor right. and my testosterone levels were low. So we did the bloods and then they can actually prescribe hormone replacement therapy, which is testosterone. Yeah. And then you're, you're back to them like you're a 19 year old again. Your, your body's moving like it should be. You know, at 38, I was, I was, I was struggling to bend over and pick up like my son and play with him. So. Yeah, I reckon that I'm all for it, and I'd love to be able to see how far that James will be able to push his body and grow. Is this? Uh, have you got medical advice, or what's? Uh, are, you, are you just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the actual hormone replacement therapy. So as you as you naturally get older, older your test levels obviously drop. So then you can go and they do all the bloods and the testing, and if you're below the median for that age, they can then prescribes uh, testosterone for you. So you, you'll get a mill vial and then you, you, you shoot that mill vial uh, every week. All right. Good on you, mate. Thank you for that call. Let's move on with these calls. Keep them coming. Warrior Holic in Wellington, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's an interesting one for me. Have you guys seen that um, Icarus? Yes. Documentary yeah, MC hasn't, but I, but I have, and, mm. it's, and it's incredible. The Icarus documentary. 
Yeah, I mean, I highly recommend people watch that because it gives you a bit of insight. Because he was a pretty average cyclist that went, you know, I won't tell you how it ended up, but um, it was astonishing. But for me, I'm split. I'm really curious to see it documented properly to show the effects and so forth. But the risk is if there are limited side effects and great benefits, I think you're going to see a significant rise in um, young athletes or maybe borderline athletes trying to push the limit to get actually into professional competitions or the like. So, it's, yeah, but I'm curious. Definitely I, curious. I think you, you described it perfectly, Laurie Holick. I'm curious. I'm intrigued. Um, I don't know if I'm supportive of the concept, but I'm definitely intrigued about how this is all going to play out. Let's not forget, too, thanks, Warrior Holic, as Australians, that the thoughts of drugs in sport have been belted into us forever. Mm. We have a hate of drugs in sport. You mix the two together and you get an instant reaction of hate, dislike. It goes against everything that we stand for in sport, most of us stand for. So to put it together in any way, shape or form just leaves it can leave a really dirty taste. I think one of the keys about this is something that Warrior Holic just said, and you said, MC, documented. Yeah. This will provide a fascinating documentary. In terms of content creation, it's right up there. But that's a separate argument. The bag on the Central Coast on the open line. Good morning, bag. What are you thinking? Well, firstly, very good morning. Thinking, wow, uh, big topic. But doesn't really become a question about how effective performance-enhancing drugs are because the reality is, at 32 years of age, he's not world record. Uh, and yeah, how effective they are, he's still got to do all the work. Mm. It's not like you're going to take a tablet and you can get in the pool. Yeah. So it's really that's what becomes a measure for mine in all of this. Mm. That's true. That's true. And that, that's been you know Lance Armstrong and and all those. He had still had to do the work. Um, he had a lot of help, and they all a lot of them had a lot of help. But fundamentally, you still need to be able to to compete at, at a decent level naturally, um, or, or organically. But what's your thoughts on it, the bag? Oh well, just an an interesting factor, and it just gets down to that. I suppose it's more questions and thoughts this morning yeah. to you boys. Is that why don't we have drugs in sport? Because to create that even playing field, or it's detrimental to your health. Like there's certain things that are allowed and others which aren't. So I'm assuming that these are illegal substances which anybody can take unless you're an elite athlete. Yeah, and they'll be, you know, they'll they'll do this to an absolute process. But you're right. I think both of those, the level playing field goes out when drugs are in sport and there are health issues. We we know that for a fact. Good on your bag. Let's keep those calls going. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Reminded that the Bryden's Lawyers, your verdict is back. All you got to do, you just got to pick one NRL winner each week for your chance to win $2,500. Go to sensurvivor.com.au and it's all thanks to Bryden's Lawyers. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast for the final time before Vossi and Brandy back on Monday. You're with Matty White and Michael Karianis. And joining us on the line is Simon Orchard from thedogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound racing in New South Wales. Good morning, Simon. How are you going? Yeah, morning, MC. Morning, Matty. Hasn't the missile thrown a cat amongst the pigeons well, this morning? We'll get you on that as a an Olympian. Um, what's mm. what's your take on the enhanced games in general, and I guess the missile's pursuit for a million dollar paycheck? Well, look, boys. I'll start with the enhanced games. My first thought when I heard the story break, uh, whenever it was a week ago, was. Maybe it's a bit like wrestling, a bit WWE. I used to love wrestling when I was a kid. Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. 
until boys, I knew that it wasn't real. So I sat there as a kid, entranced by the enhanced ability of some of these wrestlers. And then as soon as I worked out that it was fake, I switched it off. I used to sit up and watch the Tour de France as well. I loved it. I watched every single stage, night after night. The competitors slashed at one another, and I just thought it was terrific TV until I knew that it wasn't real, and I knew that they were taking enhanced supplements or, or steroids to make them better. And as a sports person, I just really, uh, I really found that dissatisfying, and I just think this is a, an amazing gimmick that Aaron D'Souza has concocted up, the Vince McMahon of the enhanced games. And I think the missile... Is a bit like The Undertaker, maybe just rising from the dead and having a go at something that he should stay clear of. Honestly, I reckon it maybe sends a bit of a terrible message as well to a lot of youngsters out there who are probably thinking, well, I love the missile. If he can do it, I can do it. It'll only take one kid to take the wrong thing at the wrong time. Their dreams will be shattered. Their life could be ruined. Even worse, boys, we don't know exactly what goes into a lot of these things. Yeah. Uh, what if someone drops dead? I know that's a really drastic way of looking at it, but that's my first thought. Yep. on uh, the enhanced games and the missiles. So stay out of the missile. If you want some entertainment, mate, come play some golf. Watch Survivor. Do something different <laughs> with your life. If you can find one million US for the missile to sit around at your place and watch golf, he'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> he'll be. He said he made it clear too, and we'll continue this debate with our listeners. But he made it clear, yeah, this is about the money for him. It's obviously oh. about the money. At least he's upfront about that. Now let's get into greyhound racing, New South Wales puppy auction. Um, which superstar pups go under the hammer? Yeah, she's a pearl, boys. A million-dollar chase winner, one of the best greyhounds to ever set foot on a track in Australia, has had some pups in the last six months. Her puppies, they're going to go to the inaugural Greyhound Racing New South Wales puppy auction in May. So this is a concept that unfortunately got ruined by COVID a couple of years ago. We used to have these auctions all the time. People would come from far and wide to try and find the next superstars of the sport. So she's a pearl, trained by Andy and Jody Lord, has had these five pups, four of them, have been put into the auction. So in May, people will descend upon Richmond and you can bid for some of the blue, the most blue-bred pups going around at the moment. Not only she's a pearl, good odds cash, a group odd, a group one winner mm. will send some pups to the auctions as well. Coast Model, a really good dog for the Lord Kennel. So pups are going to be coming to Richmond. Boys, trainers, participants, owners, breeders, they can all come along to Western Sydney in a couple of months' time and get hold of hopefully the next superstars of our sport and the best thing carried on the stick a $150,000 race series for any pups to go through the auctions we just saw the success of the Magic Millions up on the Gold Coast and we're trying to recreate that in the dog world so if you don't have millions and millions of dollars if you've just got a couple of hundred or a couple of thousand maybe come down and try your luck good man thanks Simon the dogs.com.au is where you'll find everything uh, it is the home of everything Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. And thanks for your thoughts too there on the Enhanced Games slash James Magnuson news that has blown up this morning. You can catch up on that on our socials and we'll continue to pick away at that one. Uh, here's a text that says, would Adam or Aaron, it should say, would Aaron offer a million US to a 45-year-old with a dad bod <laughs> to try and break a record? What record would you be going for? <laughs> Exactly. If you could break a record, Matty, what would it be? Oh, I go hundred free, but see, I'm not as smart as Missile who went fifty free. Mm. Like, why go hundred when you can just do fifty? He's he's smart, the fella, isn't he? I mean, he's not saying I'll do it in fifteen hundred. No, no, no. No, let's just get it over and done with him fifty meters. Can you imagine how big he's going to be, mate? It's a good thing we're building new studios in here. <laughs> can we widen the doors? Because if he's going to, in his own words, juice up to the gills, mm. he's going to be massive.
going to be massive. Huge. If he does get it, it's his shout for coffees or something. 100%. I mean, those lift doors will open. We'll see the chin come through <laughs> first. You're listening to Summer Brecky. A reminder, Vossie and Brandy are back on Monday. Matty Johns returns to Morning Glory this morning from 9 o'clock right here on SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Brecky is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, Kubota have been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And Vossi Oki in just a moment.